Peter, calm down. You're making a scene. It's not my fault, Lois. She's ruining Thanksgiving, the way Tim Burton ruined the 4th of July. Touchstone Pictures presents Happy 4th of July, Jack Skellington. Spooky, happy, spooky, happy, weirdness, weirdness, spooky, happy, la, la, la. Fat chicks with black hair get tattoos of me. My cop in Saranac confiscated a bumper crop this year. I don't remember. From Chicago, Illinois, the home of dysfunctional government and the highest homicide rates in the nation, this is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. This pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. Here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. In the word, Brian, what is this job all about? Fire. Cool. Yeah, that was that was a deleted scene. Deleted scene, yeah. When it comes to M80s, it's a deleted scene. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I was looking through fireworks uh, scenes and movies, and that popped up. It was a deleted scene from The Sopranos. That was Janice, remember, uh, Tony's sister? And yeah, she had Tony. the hat, and, yeah. and she they didn't like it, and they, and then they blew it up with <laughs> M80. It's nice to see, though. He's got. The, he says, we had a bumper crop, and you see the big shed full with the 1.4 yeah, stickers on it. I like it. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I missed that movie. That was really a good series. I, that was a really good series. Yeah, yeah. Anything to do with fireworks. And the yeah. other one was uh, Tim Burton. You're probably not a, you don't know anything about Tim Burton, do you? Nightmare Before Christmas? I know. Well, I mean, I, I know yeah. Tim Burton, yeah, but Tim I never Burton. Really watched yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. And, you know, he just, he's got a weird macabre thing. And, and that was a family guy thing. They made fun yeah. of him and making fun of the 4th of, of, of July. It'd be nice, though, like at the end of that clip, if they could have fireworks that looked like the Day of the Dead skeletons, mm -hmm. that would be nice. Kind of cool. That was actually a pretty good clip. And it says, like, weirdness, weirdness. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it seems kind of like what's going on nowadays. You well, know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's, you know, Tim Burton's known for being weird and doing all that weird stuff. And, and so, but, you know, that's. It, you know, part of whatever, part of the culture, and yeah, he screws things up. But what do you? What I was you uh, I was having breakfast this morning yeah. at a place called Red Onion in Racine, in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, and then I'm just uh, you know ordering my breakfast, and then I look out the window, and they're you know they're doing a uh, protest out there. Uh, protest? They, for yeah, what? they're just pulling up. And I said to the kid, where do they protest? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, they always find something to protest, you know. Yeah. So um, this was an interesting protest, and then you know. You know, call me crazy, but I, you know, sometimes you, you know, when you're, when you're going to protest, yeah, you know, expect a guy like me 
to ask a couple questions. <laughs> yes. And that's all I can tell you. Right. I mean, you know, because yeah. you're like on my sidewalk, basically. You know, I'm there. It's my uh-huh. sidewalk, too. Your yeah. sidewalk. Yes. You're telling Just me. Just like it's your beach. Yeah, it's a one-way, <laughs> which that is my beach. But anyways, that's a, uh, and I pay for that beach. But it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a one-way conversation. The girl's on a pickup truck with a microphone and a speaker, you know, and everybody's holding the signs. But. You know, can I have say in this? Can I just say something? I mean, well, you right. know, well, this is my platform, you know. So <laughs> anyways, um, so, yeah, they started protesting. And uh, surprisingly enough, uh, they were protesting mm-hmm. to go back to school. Ah. You know, Zoom is doom. Um, nice. Well, the, yeah. Grab our masks. Let's get back to class. They're supposed to do that in Chicago, too, today. Yeah. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. You know. The teachers, I'm sure, don't care to ever go back to school because, you know, they're teaching class in their underwear and they're having a ball <laughs> yeah. and they don't care. And then even the college professors, it's just a pass fail. You know, some are taking it. Some are not. You right, know, right. Some of the students are not. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, which I don't think they should, because then I think it's only going to show the better student. If you're still trying to get good grades during this instead of just take, take an easy way out, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, basically, mm-hmm. they're taking an easy way out if you're just doing a pass fail, you know. Right. And the professors aren't going to really fail anybody because they say, well, you know, it's bad times and blah, blah, blah. And they really don't care. They got the money. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It really right. not to them. And right. the teachers, I don't really think uh, there might be one that you know, doesn't like his husband or wife that wants to get out of the house. But <laughs> for the most part, the teachers don't really care if they return back to school or not. I, well, you know, so then, so am I, you know, you don't have a job where you can work remotely. No. You don't. But am I like, a? have been trying to understand this and it's been boggling my mind. Am I like a, why am I a dinosaur? Am I whatever? Because I mean, I can work remotely. In fact, they encourage me to work remotely yeah. and I just cannot. I mean, it's since April or March, whatever it's been, you know, aside from vacation, I've been out of the office for one week and then yeah. I've been in, in the office and I've been working. I, I just can't. I, I don't. And I live, I I live in a like, nice house, but yeah. I, I can't. And I'm, I can't see sitting at my dining room table and working because you can't get anything done. And, and it's just to me. And yeah. I need a printer and I need my desk and I need I'm not going to just. You're a creature of habit. Absolutely. You like structure. Yeah. You. Going to the office is part of your day. Going, same with me, going right. to work, going yes. to lunch, whatever it is, it's part of my day. You find somewhere you know? to go to do work. Yes. yes. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, me going to the Starbucks and working, that became part of my day. And I didn't mind that. I'd go there, right. have my coffee. I set up my computer. I get a little work done. I don't see like distraction doesn't bother me when I'm working. I think no distraction bothers me worse. That's what I was going to say. It's more of a distraction sitting here and I don't have any kids or yeah. Pauline's gone at work. Yeah. It's more of a distraction me being here. I go downstairs. I can play pinball. I can turn on the yeah. TV. So see like when I'm in an office or I'm at Starbucks, people coming in and hey, how you doing? And whatever. No. That doesn't bother me. Not I can work all. in that yes, environment. Absolutely. But it's like when I'm by myself, uh, let me pick up the phone or let me yeah. text this one or someone calls me want to go for lunch. Uh, okay. It's too easy for me to right. quit because I'm at home or and then you know how there's certain things you don't want to do at work so you'll do other things work related but then you'll get to the work item that you need to do you might do that one last just because you're just kind of doing all this other stuff to put it off right 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 
but you're still getting that item done and you're getting yeah. other work related items done. But when you're at home and you have to do that item that you don't want to do at work, you can all of a sudden, so like, well, you know things. what? I'm going to just throw a load of clothes in. Let me do right. this. Let me do that. So yeah. now you're not even doing work items. You're doing more household items because you got the one work item that you really don't want to do. And you're right. just, you, know, you just broke so there's like a million reasons, you know, why. So I thought it was kind of interesting that these kids were protesting. I did, too. Uh, about wanting to go back to school. Well, my son hates it, and he's in college. Yeah. He's a senior. He hates it. Well, so what I had to ask them, and I'm, you know, I... I just and I'm not going to go any further because I know how you delete me anyways. <laughs> I just asked them a simple question. All right. Well, what was now, you simple? know, the simple question. And I want to know what was the it? simple question was, hey, who'd you vote for? Oh, OK. Well, there you go. OK. So <clears throat> if they said the opponent of my of my choice, if they said Biden, are you crazy? <laughs> but anyways, okay. No, no, so, I, I know. Think, look, I think I just got deleted. Okay. No, you didn't, you <laughs> no, no, no. You no so if they said the opponent, I think anybody who listens to us knows. If that. they said my opponent Trump, uh-huh. I would say, yeah, it's a rotten shame. But you know, mm-hmm. but when you're protesting, you want to return to school. And right. you voted for a guy who just told you we're going to wear a mask for a hundred days. Mm-hmm. We're going to raise taxes, and we're going to, and we're going. It's going to be a dark, dark winter. Okay. Right. So, what did you expect? Well, no. Well, but you're, you, you know, you don't watch the news very much, but they are, you know, uh, and I believe me, I don't, I don't like yeah. uh, Biden. Uh, I don't, I don't have any faith in him, but. I mean, he he is saying that he need to get the kids back into school. Now he's saying well, now that. he is right. Well, and and it's and funny he, too because he's saying everything that Trump said, well, but right. now he's saying it now that's after my, he's elected. That's my point because they, you know, today they announced that the uh, winter sports they lifted the ban on winter yeah. sports in, in Chicago. Well, it's, it's is and, it a coincidence? And then you know what the New York governor said. We got we to gotta get things back open. Really? But you were fighting because they're all waiting. Right. They're just everything was destruction right. to the American economy right. because of the way they felt or what they wanted. No, right. And and now, but you know, so I just say, oh yeah, Biden. I'm like, well, yeah, I hope it works for you. You know, I hope you get back in school. But right. there's a man that told you to be a dark winner. We're gonna listen to what the scientists say. Now, Biden said that we're going to listen to what the scientists say, because Trump didn't listen to nobody. But Biden's going to listen to everybody else, which, unfortunately, that's really not an option. I think when you're (laughs) president. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Now we got to edit. edit. Now we got to edit. (laughs) So anyways, uh, my point is that now you, you know, they want to get back in school. This guy tells you to be a dark winner. And everything like that. And now, of course, now that he's in, now, oh, no, we're going to get the schools back. We're going to do all these things. And then they said the vaccines, how many we're going to get up. I Doesn't the man know we're almost at that number? We Do we need to? We're already at that number. Well, right. Yeah, somebody somebody, um, somebody called, him, called them out on that because at the press conference they said, over the last 40 days, you know, Trump's uh, administration had only been administering half a million and we're going to bring it to a to million but if you you know they ramped it up so certainly if you average over the last 40 days yes because in the beginning there wasn't that much yeah that's like saying you know um that's like saying uh, bill gates you know in the first 20 years of his life he didn't earn anything the last 20 he earned 100 million dollars you can't average it out and say he earns an average of whatever he obviously it's ramped yeah, up it so, ramped it up but somebody called him out on that and said hey we're already giving out a million 
doses a yeah. day, and he and Biden kind of snapped at him and said, "Come on, hey man, you know." Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. So yeah, it's it's all it's all you know the media. It's all they're playing nice. Yeah, now. I just you know I mean I, I I love the kids to go back to school, and yeah. now and now of course like I say everything. Oh yeah, I know we got everything that we are supposed to do. Now they want to do now. You know, obviously as we held us captive. So, but anyways, so what they, what would if, if Biden was there? How would he? What would he sound like if he was talking to the girl on the parade? Come on, man. I know I want to get the kids back in school, but we got to be safe. We got to listen to the scientists, man. Come on. Come on Wear man. the mask. A hundred days, a hundred masks. So, um, so anyways, uh, what was I going to say now? He, uh, it was pretty good, but see, this is good though, because like the view can talk about my guy, but you know, no, I right. can't talk about my, so now right, I'm, right. I'm the, uh, I'm the opposite of the view, there you, you know? Go. Yeah. And they can't fire me now. You no. can, but they no, can't. No, no, I won't fire <laughs> So anyway, so I'm glad that he's going to uh, finally now. But, you know, I feel bad for those 11,000 workers shut off the pipeline. But, you yeah, know, he her. said that, though. But he said, we're going to do away with oil. And then and Trump said, remember gas, that, Texas? Remember that? Gas prices but, are going up already. Yeah, gas prices will be up. We'll be up to about $4 a gallon. Mm -hmm. But the only way I will get my satisfaction, it's the only satisfaction I'm going to get for the next four years, is if somebody complains to me. And I know most of the people who complain yeah. are the blue states. They do all the oh, complaining. Right, right. They complain about everything. But the minute they complain, I'm going to just snap at them. No, you're not. I am. Because they're going to be your customers and you want to sell them fireworks. Well, not them. I'm talking about my personal <laughs> friends or, you know, like the Neil Rogers of the group. I'm oh. going to say, I'm going to say, well, who'd you vote for? Right. There you go. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. see, like when all those Greeks voted for Obama after they've been, you know, making fun of a lot of the other nationalities their whole life. And, right, you know, right, right. And, in those neighborhoods and but they they all voted for him and i'm like so i got to snap at them all the time you know ah, there you go. so yeah when we see gas prices go up the middle class is going to complain first and yeah. i'm gonna what who'd you vote for he told you he was gonna yeah he told you he was gonna and i'm gonna say go buy a tesla let's get rid of oil go buy a tesla and then their next thing would be is you can't afford a Tesla. It's too expensive. I'm like, well, how's your 401k doing? Well, that's down. Well, I, I know. See? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. yeah it's... You got what you wished for. But unfortunately, I'm going to be involved in it as well because I'm a middle class. But I tried to. We're, well, you know, right. Well, yeah, it's yeah. The middle class is definitely I, I, I think of that all the time. And, you know, I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. The, the yeah. Way, the and way, it's, just and the it's, taxes, tax this, tax that. Yeah. And it's like when he said, uh, you know, I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania, man. We don't care about 401ks. We don't care about the stock market. I'm thinking to myself, I don't know where he's from. And uh, he doesn't even know where he's from either. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, you know, you're a banker. The middle class, some of the poor and some of the upper middle class, a lot of them, that is all they have is their 401k. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. have very minimal savings. They got their money yeah. in their house and they got money in 401k. The, they're hoping to retire the, with that. The real rich, they got 401s, they got offshore accounts. Life insurance. They got, yeah, yeah, I mean, right, they got right. all kinds cash of value, things. Cash value, life insurance. You know? Somebody like, you know, my father, middle class, never heard of cash value life insurance. He had no idea what that means. Yeah. Right, exactly. And he's living off his pension and whatever money he had. So, Social yeah. Security and whatever the 401k or whatever, like say, whatever yeah. they had a pension. A, you know, I mean, this is, that is the most is, important. Is, is the definition of middle class. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so it's like, how do you say like people in Scranton, Pennsylvania? I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. people in Maine. 
don't care about 401, but Scranton, Pennsylvania, if you're saying that's a middle-class America, right. I would think they worry about it. But <laughs> the 401k could be a 206.5, <laughs> but that's okay. So anyways, but I, I liked having a talk with the youngsters going to school, and I hope you get back there, man. I'm with you. I want to see you get back to school. I'm, so I'm glad you're able yeah. to, to bond with the little Yeah, kids. and I, you know, I told them, I, I mean, believe me, nobody likes a student home more than your own mother. So they want yeah. to get you back, yeah. and I want to get the mothers back in my office so they can actually do some work, you know. There's got to be a lot of single moms who want to get the kids yeah, back. Yeah, I couldn't wait to get their kids back. And then yeah. this, this one kid, you know, I'm like, yeah, I bet your mom's eager to get you back in school. <laughs> You know, <laughs> let's let's talk about fireworks. So what, okay, but that's, I had to talk about this. No, this I fun, know. Though. What's 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 been going on in fireworks okay. since their last since our last episode late December? We had there was a a, a tanker truck uh, or no a, a boat that blew up and or not didn't blow up that lost a bunch of containers. Right, there was issues yeah. in China. So eleven hundred containers on? went down uh, somewhere off of Hawaii. A lot of people lost containers. Um, I don't know if I want to. I'm not, I don't want to start rumors, but uh, I will say that I heard. <laughs> but you're going to anyway. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to, but uh, okay. I'm not going to mention no names. Oh, okay. I heard that one company did lose 54 containers mm. on that ship. Uh, and another company lost four containers on that ship that I you mean heard. a local uh, United States importer. Yeah, a local or? United States importer. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a definite impact to the fireworks industry. Mm -hmm. um, you talk about a dark winter. You can't get much darker than this winter with, with the fireworks, um, you know, debacle. Right, right now, uh, I got a text message yesterday or day before. Freight went up another $1,000. Another. Another $1,000. Last time we talked about how yeah. it had, So now it is $21,000. Just for the container. Just for the Just container. Just shipping it here. Yes, twenty one thousand. Um, I mean, you know, and then there, and then not only that, but you know, I'm not sure if the uh, a lot of people probably are not aware, but you know, containers are running about forty five to sixty days. So let's just do the math backwards. If you want that fireworks container in by June first, which is what I needed in by really the right. latest June fifth, because I still got to get the orders out to people. And some of these stores open up early. They don't want to take any more, but they will this year, I'm you, sure. Yeah, you got to have it ordered but by mid-March. So June 1st, so that means it's taken 60 days. So that puts us at April 1st. I would so say mid-March. So that means all these containers better ship out by April 1st if, it, if it, things continue the same way. Right. Well, it's got to be ready to go by April 1st. That's assuming that the Chinese have what you need. Well, so far, the production's been okay. But what the problem is, now you have all these warehouses filled with merchandise. Nobody's paying for anything. Now, I've been getting phone calls all day long to please send me money, send me money. But, you know, they have to understand my position. I still haven't got anything. You don't even have a, you not even have, you don't even have it on a ship. You don't have an even book container space. But you want me to send you money because the factories can no longer produce because they have not gotten any money. Didn't you say there was a container shortage? And, well, that's that's what started it. There's a big container shortage. Meaning the actual physical, the actual box. physical container. Right. Um, you know now, you know once again, um, you know I don't know that much about politics, but what I will tell you is this: 21 years we've never had a shortage of containers that I've ever been aware of. Right. 21 years. Now all of a sudden, election year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. There's a shortage of containers. Right. So that means. 
to me, and it only can mean this, I mean, I don't know what else you blame it on. You can't use COVID, okay, because people are producing. You know, we're producing, we're working, everybody's working. Pretty much, yeah. It's pretty much, it's self-explanatory. Obviously, if there's no containers going back to China, that means China's not buying anything right as of this point. And they haven't been. That's why there's a container shortage. Right. And the reason they're not buying anything is because I think they were waiting for Biden to get elected because once he got elected, obviously, he's trying to reverse everything that Trump did. So I think they may know that the tariffs are going to come off or something. So, you know, even in, in common, you know, business practice, if you knew Morton's Steakhouse was going to have a sale at the end of the month, you would just go to Morton's at the end of the month. They, yeah, they feel it would be beneficial to wait. So, you know, they can easily probably hold off two months right. of of not Order buying anything. anything. You know, of or maybe only ordering necessities, whatever that may be, whatever they buy right. from us. Right. So they might hold off an extra two months. But, you know, you're holding off something for two months. Now, all of a sudden, you create this whole, you know, the wheel only, right. the wheel turns when all the gears are working. You know? Right. Well, so, and the theory being that, obviously, they need to order things from us that we produce. And then those go there on a container. Yeah. And then they fill that container with your fireworks with and send it back. And send it back. Yeah. Right. So they don't. So all the containers are on this side of the planet rather than that side. Yeah. Of the we're buying. So that's going to take even longer because we got to make stuff, ship it over there. And it's going to take 30, it, 45 yeah, days. That's to get why there. there's a lot of stuff going on. And and the reason our prices went up was peak season, you know, thirty eight hundred. But right, we talked about that. Yeah, so time. that was uh, that should have been five hundred. But now this 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 peak season went all the way till February, yeah. uh, which is unusual because uh, not really peak season. But I mean, why why be in a hurry to lower something when you got people like me saying, okay, ship it? I mean, but in right. in my defense. <laughs> You know, I can only make money if I have product. If I have no product, I can't make nothing. Right. And it's 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 ironic or whatever that this is coming off of one of the best consumer fireworks years ever. So you guys are all down on product. So it's kind of like yeah. a, oh, a oh. double whammy. Right. Right. For right. them, you know, well, but, right. um, you know, especially for the shipping. Well, but they companies. know that, too. Yeah. China knows that. So, too. I mean, but the, but the China factories, I mean, they're hurting as well because now like I say they can't get nothing shipped. They're having a hard time collecting money. Uh, the European markets are pretty much folded up. They're not even buying fireworks anymore. So there's a lot of things going on in the fireworks industry. On top of, they don't want us to ship nine-shot racks without, you know, without this the cages. and that. We talked about that too. That. So, um, so that's an extra expense. Our, obviously, as you know, you're a banker. Our money now is worth considerably less in china oh that's strange but yeah, oh well because we keep giving out billions yeah you and keep trillions, giving yeah. out billions and trillions of course our money's yeah. worth nothing so now china said well can you can you send us a little more money because when we gave these prices to you the dollar was at this and i responded with you know at this point i really i'm really not prepared to do that we have a signed contract and no. you know yeah. when when the when the rate goes up i don't get a discount no, so yeah. i mean so, you know, some are a little bit salty, some aren't, but what are you going to do? So all this has gone on, all right, all this stuff. We've got the, the metal cages and we've got the uh, COVID and shipping issues and all this stuff. So it's been a, and it's been a whirlwind year and a, the best consumer fireworks year in July of 2020. So uh, what, what have you learned or what will you do different? How will this change going forward? And the reason I ask is because you mentioned it the other day and you said like this curbside pickup isn't going away, right? Curbside no. pickup. If you look at this thing that's right on top here, uh, Burger King, 
New 2021 restaurants will have food lockers, conveyor belts that deliver Whoppers to your car, and modern minimalist dining areas. So uh, from 2021, Burger King will have food lockers. Uh, they're going to roll out new-looking restaurants. They're doing it in Miami, Latin America, and the Caribbean. Uh, new store designs provide multiple ordering and delivery options for customers. Collect from a food locker. The conveyor belt will come right to your car. Right to your car. Um, you know, it's um, the street. You can see... Uh, the, the, the new sites are 60% smaller. The kitchen is on top, and like a conveyor belt will just like drop the food right to your car. Uh, you park your cars in, in a drive-in stall under solar-powered canopies, place orders through an app or by scanning a QR code in the parking lot, and um, you know deliver the car. Three, three lanes, two or three lanes, not much on the inside. They're even going to have a motorcycle lane. So I guess that's – so Burger King has learned, right? They're like, well, this is the way of the future. So what, what have you learned? How would you change fireworks? Well, back to Burger King, there's um, two factors there, too. You know, people are getting lazier and lazier, and curbside is not going to go away. And that's all right. we need is a, is, a, is, guess, a, yeah. is a cheeseburger now that, you know, high in cholesterol, now it's going to be delivered to your car by conveyor belt. Right. Or you can go, just go to a locker, and, so you don't even have to yeah. talk to someone. And unfortunately, though, you know darn well that, because you are a banker, that when you start saying a mandate of $15 an hour, for minimum wage employees, this is what happens. You have to, you have yeah. to, you have to automate because right. you're not going to be able to provide this type of, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to provide service and get people to work right. at that point, you know, and um, so there's a lot of different things changing there. Um, the only thing, you know, the only way I can change, or the only thing I could do, takes a lot, a lot of money. And unfortunately, there are some with a lot of money that can do it. And others, unfortunately for them, we're not. But the only thing is you're going to have to start buying almost two years in advance. Now, two years in advance, yeah, as, tie up your money even longer. Yeah. As a banker, you would look at me as a business plan and say you're crazy because well, right. you have 200 cases in the warehouse. And now you're ordering before you even got the 200 cases, before you even sold the 200 cases, you're ordering another 200. Right. So. It's, it's you got to have a lot of cash. To you got to have up. a lot of cash and a lot of warehouse space. A lot of cash, a lot of space. Right. And, you, and that's the smart way to do it because you can dollar cost average it. And you, yeah. You know. And uh, but it, like I said, it takes a lot of money, it takes a lot of space. Um, you know, insurance will go up because you got more you got more product on hand. So you got to pay for more insurance to cover it in case of fire or something like that. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, there is a company uh, that uh, reached out to me and they're thinking of. Um, making the nine shot racks back in America again. Wow. You know, um, that's interesting. Yes. And once again, you look at, you look at the price and then you have to look at, well, I don't have to store it. I don't have to ship it as far. So maybe, you know, put all those factors in together. It might work, you know, and they're a smart company to do this. Now there's better, no time like the present to, to do this now. Right. Um, I don't, um, I think out of all things I have going on, I don't think I really could go into manufacturing myself. Um, no. I don't, you know, I really don't. That would be a whole different. And, and you know, and once again, once once this company gets into it, and then maybe the the fire marshals and the regulations and the insurance and the made might find out it's not going to work for them either. I don't yeah, know. I, it can't be. It's not going to be an easy thing. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy thing, and. 
it might be sounding easy now and it sounds like we could do this and we can make it. But once I think they get into it and, um, and maybe their village or their town or their city or their local government finds out what they're making and what they're doing, then right. it, it just might get, or it might get taxed. It might, it could be, it could be a problem, but as you, you know, like I say, people are changing. So, and maybe it might work and it might work fine. And maybe being a little more uh, costly, but it might still be uh, beneficial to a guy like me, you know? Yeah. It'd be yeah. like having China in your backyard. Why do I order a hundred cases from China when I can order 20? When I sell 20, just order another 20, you know? Right. So, which is what I tell wholesalers to do with me. You know, I'm right here. Just order what you need. Right. So there's, there's benefits. And we've always talked about in the past, uh, and I've talked about a lot with uh, a lot of the workers, um, you know, it comes to a point, what is the cost of the inventory? You know, do you, do you have minimal inventory so you run out? Do you have a lot of inventory so you maximize sale? At some point, it's got to be a threshold. You know what I mean? And I can't figure it out for the life of me. Right. There's a point where it... it yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. there's a point where too much is too much and uh, not enough is not enough. You just got to find the sweet spot. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's hard to do, especially now if you're going to have to speculate two years out. Well, yeah, that's that's way hard to do. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, years ago, I would go to China in October. And sometimes by the right. time I got home from China, there were containers on the water already from what I Stuff ordered from ordered. what I ordered late September, and early October. Wow. You know, by the time November 15th, there's already containers on the water. And, you know, so you'd have a sale. You'd sit there and talk about it in August. And then maybe September at the NFA, I'd put the order together for some companies. And I'd say, well, you know what? I'm going to give you this order now in September. But I'll be there in October to pick out the, you know, stuff I want to see or the new stuff. But that's not the case anymore. I mean, you ordered in October. You might get it by you know, you might get it after July. So that's not the case. Right. So then I start ordering in April uh, before the year. And now it's going to come down to the point October of 2021. I'll be ordering for October of, of 2023, maybe. For July of 2023. Yeah. July of 2023. Yeah, weather comes into it a little bit, too, because sometimes getting a container to Fargo is, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we and like I say, yeah, I mean, we've been pretty I mean, it's it's pretty much it's good there but you know you have storms in in uh you know off of hawaii and in, in different times of the year especially in the in the uh in the fall time so i mean there's different storm related stuff you got a lot of problems in china with uh government meetings regulation licensing now you know a lot of these factories are on the cusp of going out of business they're not going to be able to afford these new licenses and then you know a lot of factories in china are made up of a lot of big investment rich investment people uh what do you call those here um um like venture capitalist or whatever right, like right, that. Right, right. a lot of factories and a lot more i didn't realize it was that it, it was really that way you know so a lot of these um investment groups just like the people who invest in um you know stefani's restaurant group and different things like that right they don't always turn a profit they you know it sounded good 
they invested in it. And they lost money. Yeah. They lost money or they didn't get any money out of it. Well, then when it comes time to renew the license, they're like, nah, I'm not going to do this investment again. <laughs> it just didn't work out. Right. So you have a lot of, there's a lot of issues there. You know what I mean? So. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and the more we lose the factories and the more regulation, the harder the industry is going to get. It's not going to get any easier. So you have to be smarter. You have to maybe use a lot of your money. And the Chinese are finding out the same way. They're going to have to start store and merchandise because the people who who really cleaned up in china are the ones that were sitting on a lot of stock right right so, so yeah so i guess the 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 moral of the story what you've learned is to have more inventory on hand this way you can weather the storm yeah that's just that's just costly it's, just, it's costly and everything but i i i don't see another route like burger king has a couple options there no. You know, because they got a product, they're making it, it's right, right there local. For right. an importer, you know, and it's not uh, just fireworks. I mean, a container that was costing $3,000, you know, general merchandise is costing upwards of 10000 So, so I, yeah, not just fireworks. Yeah, so I talked to our good buddy uh, Rob today, and, you know, he's paying 10000 a container. To get his cups. To get his cups and, you know, general merchandise. Straws, yeah. So, you know, yeah. so, I mean, that's the... So across the board, the whole shipping thing is really screwed up. But once again, um, you know it's going to be it's going to be ugly for the importer, and and China's going to be in the driver's seat. And I think um, in this presidency, I think China's got a big a big stake in uh, Biden, definitely in Hunter. So I think we're going to be. Uh, I mean, I think we're going to really be uh, in for um, in for a rude awakening. But this is something that we predicted all the time. You know, it, right. it, it's just like it's just like that Uber. You know, I love Uber. I use it all the time. But, you know, sometimes you have to really watch Uber because it became such an easy thing to do. Now the prices seem to go up, up, up. They got peak times. They got this. When they first right. started out, they'd give you the shirt off their back. Well, right. But once you get everybody used to it and once we got out of making stuff and China making everything, um, we've lost that uh you got no leverage yeah we have no leverage at no, all no no they hold all the leverage and now we're st and we're seeing that now it's like yeah. well and they said well you want to wait you can wait you don't have to ship it now if you want to wait but as a smart businessman you better not wait in this industry because right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah leverage is an explosion <laughs> one of those warehouses that are packed right now jam-packed with fireworks if one of those explode oh my god then we're shut down for another couple months and right. then you're done Le so. Yeah, le leverage is key. I had that issue come up with me at the bank the other day. There was a someone, someone called up, and it wasn't me, but they someone called another banker and said, "I want to close my loan," and the banker said, "Well, you want to close it, or you just want to pay it? It was a line of credit. Pay it to zero. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, "I just want to pay it to zero. The banker must have misheard or whatever. I don't know who was right. The banker is gone now. He doesn't work at the bank anymore. So now it's in my. I'm trying to deal with the all the aftershock and what's going on." So this guy contends that I just told him to pay the loan down to zero, leave my line open, and the banker closed the loan, so paid it off to zero. Mm -hmm. So the guy's like, well, I need that loan. It's, it was over a million dollars. I need this line. I need to buy things. I need it. So we had to start from scratch. And now things are. Well, right. So I had a, you know, we, or, we had to order a new appraisal. I had to order all this stuff, and we had to do new title. We had to do all this stuff, and the out-of-pocket expenses were like $4,000. And I, the bank paid for them all. Oh, that was nice. Well, you know, you pay for them up front. And again, I didn't I didn't do any of this stuff. I'm just here to pick up the pieces. So I call the guy and I'm like, OK, we got your loan documents ready. And I just wanted to 
prepare them, I said, so, you know, I talked to someone else and they said, you know what, we won't charge it for the appraisal, which is about half. So it's about 2000. I said, but there's 2000 in expenses, renewal fees, uh, you know, you got title, you got the uh, flood, you got all this other baloney that we got to go through. And he's like, well, forget it. I don't need the loan then. I'm like, no, you said you did. You need the loan. He's like, well, I'm not going to pay those fees. I had a loan and you guys closed it down. And I'm like, well, but you know, he's like, I'll just go somewhere else. I'm like, you'd still have to pay the fee somewhere else. You have like, to pay it. Well, but he, but there's the whole, the whole theory here is leverage. He's like, well, I just don't want it then. So I'm like, well, let me see what I can do. So then I go to the CEO and I'm like, look, I didn't do this, but this is where we're at. And I said, if he walks, we're still out the four thousand dollars. I said, you know, he he agreed to pay two hundred. I go, we can. He'll pay the two hundred. We'll open the line and hopefully two hundred. Two hundred, right? I said he'll pay the two hundred. We open the line and then he'll, you know, hopefully he'll use it and we'll make money on the interest. And next time when it comes around, we won't do this again. Obviously, I said, but I'm in the middle of this and I didn't create this issue, but mm. we have no leverage here. And you know, he agreed and he's like, yeah, whatever. We'll just, you know, we'll eat the eight thirty eight hundred in fees. And the guy got his loan for two hundred dollars. I want that guy negotiating for me. Well. <laughs> You know, but you know, there was no leverage. I had zero leverage. Yeah. You know, we were well, you could have. You, you could have. My headphones keep clicking on and off or whatever. Oh, let's see. Let's see the side. See the, see the other side. No, is it is the battery going? Turn the other way. Look at the thing. Is it? Let's, no, turn the other way. Turn this way. Yeah. Is it? Are, is, it still, is it still blinking? Yeah. Is it still going in and out? Uh, it's just certain times. I thought maybe it was the way I moved or something like maybe. that. Maybe. Sure. It if it's still doing that, or. Press the, is it pressed in all the way? Yeah, it's pressed in all the way. All right, just, if it's still doing it, let me know. We'll put a new battery in. Okay, it might be the batteries, yeah, okay. But so it, far, it, I mean, it's okay right. now, but it seems right. like when I move a little bit. But anyways. And anyway, we had no leverage, and then, you know what, and I, we're doing so much other stuff with mm -hmm. the PPP and all that stuff. It's yeah. like, just, whatever. You know. I know. And, I mean, basically, you, I mean, he was he was going out on a limb. He oh, was, yeah. he was. Uh, I mean, he's got some pretty big, uh, you know, big guys there. Because, he's an uh, old guy in his 80s. He doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, because yeah, he could easily said, and he could say, well, I'm sorry we feel that way, and goodbye. Like you say, you're out to 4000 but now he's going to have to go pay 4000 somewhere else. Right. And if he needs the money, like he said he did. Right. So, and you know what? And the sad part, with a guy like him, he probably won't even use the money anyways. Right. He just liked the security blanket of having it. Right, and it'll cost the bank more because we got to hold that capital aside. So if you don't use a line, it's worse for us. Yeah, exactly. So, so well, leverage is key, though, I think, in any any business negotiation. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so Burger King, really what they're doing is and they say Kentucky Fried Chicken is doing this, too. They're just trying to make it 100 percent touchless. Yeah. So, and I think that's what's going to uh, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I hope it does not happen. And I, I just hope that we don't have this 100 percent touchless stuff in our society because it's it's going to get ugly. And there's a lot of people who, like me, is uh, is going to be very hard to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. And not so much even myself, but it's going to be very hard for the people who like to come in and shop. Right. You know, the uh, mayor of Berkeley, um, I, I don't know where, uh, you know, what planet he's living on these Berkeley. days Berkeley Illinois okay um he really only wants retail stores on St. Charles Road okay so if I move out of the building I'm in we really don't have much to do with it because he doesn't want any more businesses like service business doctors dentists none of that because the the town really wants full retail on St. Charles Road since that's their main street and they want they want the sales tax money for their town. Right. You know? Right. And um, I said, yeah, by all means, I, I 
totally agree with you. I said, but I would like to inform you in 2021, there's a lot of retail That's going property of that yeah. is that is not in business at all. Try to finance retail right yeah. now. Yeah. And I said, I don't, you know, I think at this point you'd rather have someone paying the taxes because, you know, right. obviously this building's paid for. I can walk away from it and then stick you guys with the property. No one will probably buy it if you want to put retail in there. Because what, what retail? You have Amazon, you have Walmart going with trucks, you got... I mean, seriously, you know, uh, downtown Michigan Avenue last night, once again, just a ghost town. Was it? And uh, a lot of businesses just closed up, you know, for good, you know, they're just for oh, yeah. lease. So I don't know. And, you know, and the problem is when someone goes out of business, you don't even know what was in there first because right. it's just out of sight, out of mind, you know. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. You know, after, you know, a couple of weeks, unless you live right next to the place, you forget what was right. even there. Right. So I had a laugh and he's like, well, that's the way we want. It. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I want Santa Claus to come back, but you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, so we don't know what we're going to do with that piece of property. But bottom line is I just love how these people tell you what they want to right. line their pockets, but it's, it's not going to be feasible. Right. You know? yeah, it's a, yeah. Like today they opened the restaurants in Illinois. Oh, we'll give you one day notice. Yeah. We can open a restaurant. In yeah. Day yeah. We'll open up tomorrow. Let me get yeah. that chef out of Tahiti. Oh, right. You know? right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Send your honest PPP money and everything else. Well, he yeah, got, he's, yeah, he's getting his unemployment. Plus yeah. The extra, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, well, yeah. What yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? It's right. All right. Look at the screen, John. What'd you do for new year's? Uh, for New Year's, I was just uh, hanging out with Dino and uh, watching the snowfall. There you go. Well, so this is uh, Kiss New Year's Eve. They had to kiss your 2020 goodbye. They had they had a little pre thing. Here's all about Pyro. Look what they did. Look at that. Look at those tubes, John. Wow. There's an interview with the guy here. It's Doing uh, Pyro in Dubai is something they do everything bigger here. So it's exciting to get to pull off things that. You know, in a normal arena tour throughout the States, you just would never have the opportunity to do. So it's been really, really awesome to get to do things that we've always imagined up in our heads and now finally have a location to pull it off on. We are known as a company for doing the biggest fire Those shows flame for shooters. concerts. So getting a big yes. giant flame show for a concert like this where the artist is standing underneath next to everything, it's a very special, precise method. And we developed flames specifically for this. So, you know, just to be able to build out a show around that that is, Look at all those can go tubes. to its max capacity wow. for what we have available. He looks like a pyro it's, guy, it's right? The dream. I want to be his but tattoo artist. Side, a normal kit show, I think, has 100 liters of fuel. They have almost 2,000. Wow. So we're literally 20 times the size from the pyro side. That's a nice watch. Not including the fireworks show. Any challenge going into a country that you don't work in standardly is figuring out the procedures to get in like the fluid we use believe it or not is a non-flammable liquid so when you send a non-flammable liquid through custom so how is that possible the fluid they use is non-flammable yeah i don't know how that um i'm not sure how that works i, I really don't know the chemical composition of that yeah i don't know but yeah. here, I'll, I'll hit the play again hold on i, I go, when he said that i'm like well how does that work they want to see how it's flammable so they were like it's not a dangerous good so, it, you know, it's a battle with customs at all times of, like, saying, we're doing this to make it safer. They're like, but it has to be dangerous. They're like, no, we're, it's safe. A little music for you there, huh? And hey, look at that. No people. No, it's sad. My role is the event safety consultant. So we are brought in to advise on the local rules and regulations of Dubai. 
You trust an Irish guy the with the rules and regulations? The here where uh, yeah. the international travel um, of multiple teams coming from multiple locations. I wanna give it all to they said it cost $10 million. The big challenge is basically having uh, working in an area that's your site that's a working hotel. That had to be tough. The small challenges is being on a beach that uh, you have limited access to. On a beach, you're facing a massive hotel that can't fit in any stadium in the world anyway. And uh, it's, it's a very interesting site in general. I think it's going to be beautiful. It's like over the top. It is gorgeous though. Yeah, it was a great setting. It was a yeah, great I think, show. I think these things gotta go. All right, we'll get you a battery. This place is gonna look crazy and it's gonna look incredible. By the time it's all dark, we got the water because we haven't got a huge, we haven't got a public, everyone's on the balcony. Be, we're able to fill the whole area where you'd normally have the crowd, filling out with pyros and flames, which is going to make this the most incredible and the largest show with pyrotechnics. That is the truth without the kiss. space. That's it's awesome. It's going to be a monster. We're gonna make it all come. Yeah, when you got the space. Yeah, I mean, you have all the space. You know, you know. I hope that this inspires other people to want to start doing more shows, whether See? they're one-offs like this or whatever. More, happens. That's, it's that's going to be more Zoom. No, it can't be. You know, show the world that, I, hey, there's still I don't think this is profitable. We've been out of work for quite a while. And but not, not just the bands. Not everybody does it like Kiss. They don't spend $10 million. Bands, yeah. Everybody wants to go back to work, want to follow protocols, and, and you know, move our industry forward. Well, what I'm saying is, in order to do all that pyro, in order to do all that pyro, you're going to need that space, and then that just further puts the crowd away from the stages, and that's what they don't want to do. So in order to do more pyro, you're going to need more space in front of right. the stage, and then yeah. you're yeah. going to be sitting on the balcony again. So Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. They might, this can only work with, I think, more Zoom-type you know, concerts. Take those headphones off. All right. Yeah, they're clicking. So that usually a battery when they start clicking on and off. Yeah. Oh, where is it? Yeah, I'm trying now. Should be good. Okay. <coughs> you good? Yeah, so far, unless it starts clicking again. So, so the kiss, um, the the kiss New Year's Eve or kiss twenty twenty goodbye. I guess they broke two world records. Uh, they announced the, the what did they do? Uh, I can't even. The, they did. Um, the, he was able to confirm they they um, complete. They had set records for the highest flame projection in a music concert. 35 meters so how far how high is 35 meters 35 meters is about 75 feet and the most flame projections launched simultaneously in a music concert quoting the guy from um guinness world records that they they had 73 73 flames shooting at one time uh they're trying to break the record of 10.4 million dollars for a paid for you but they haven't said anything and some tells me if Kiss broke that record, they'd be saying something. Mm -hmm. So they haven't done it yet, and it was so it cost ten point four million dollars to put that show on. Yeah. So. And how much you pay for that? Fifty bucks. Yeah, it was fifty. That's not bad. So. No. Here's a little bit of the finale. We can go through it real quick. We don't have to watch the whole thing, but the finale is where they had all the fireworks going yeah. off, and they had it in the bay there. Yeah. 
So, and it just it goes on for like five minutes. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, Kiss, Kiss must be uh, great, great fans of fireworks. Number one. Well, they've always been about power, yeah. yeah. So I think that's great to see, and I think that uh, I'm 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 glad they're doing that because it shows that uh, you know fireworks ex- excites people. It puts on a great, uh, just a great performance and show. Yeah. And uh, you know, looking back years ago, how boring some fireworks shows were when they shot one shell off at a time in these small town shows, and then without music. So nothing better than a con- than a concert and fireworks going like that yeah. together. I mean, yeah, look at and that. And the area obviously is beautiful, and that's you right know, off. The, imagine if you're yeah. sitting in that hotel oh, you had a great on view. the balcony. Yeah, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. Something but, something that know. a lot of people are talking about is they kiss censored a few subtle elements of their performance in respect to the uh, Dubai government or something like that. Decency laws in the United Arab Emirates. Mm-hmm. So Gene Simmons traditionally he spits blood. That yeah. they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And while there was lyrics, the two of the songs were changed. So they have one song. Um, it's in God of Thunder. They say uh, this, this, the phrase is virgin soul, mm-hmm. and they changed it to sacred soul. Oh, so okay. virgin wasn't allowed. And then there's a song called 100,000 Years where he says, you must have been a bitch while I was gone. And they took that out. They, he said. Uh, Which? Yeah, witch or something. He didn't say bitch. See, I would have said like vir- virgin. I would have said vegan. <laughs> I don't see Gene Simmons like the vegan soul. soul because it, <laughs> cause you're gonna because you're gonna just hear the V anyways and think it was virgin. Right. So the well, vegan soul. I noticed it right away when it was going on. So, but according to legislation addressing language that disgraces the honor of modesty of an individual, each transgression comes with a fine of twenty seven hundred dollars or a jail sentence. Yeah, well, so I, they could have been fined and all that stuff. So and they could have been fined twenty seven hundred, which is almost like it's like me losing a quarter out of my pocket. But whatever. But still, I'm right. glad they did it, though. It's, yeah, it well, shows, they, it just shows respect. Right. You're in a different country. Respect the country, which yeah. is. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think yeah. Motley Crue or the Foo Fighters will be playing there because that's they swear a lot. No, they swear a lot, and I don't think Tony Montana is going to be setting up anywhere near <laughs> Dubai. <laughs> and uh, but it's it's funny though how. Um, you know, Americans respect other countries, but we don't always get that same respect back. Well, well, yeah, no. Yeah, you know, yeah, we kind of, you know, we'd go see like, uh, you know, when they when that lady can't touch the pork at the Walmart, they like accept it where we touch the pork in, in Dubai, you know. Uh, so they changed the words. Kiss, they did be kiss respectful. for twenty seven hundred dollars. They that's a quarter. Well, they want to get invited back. Hey, that's my point. They respect them. <laughs> I walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah. Look it's at all so those. easy to get you. It's yeah, so it's, easy. It's, it's, it's. Look at all those flames. Yeah. Off. There you go. I mean, I will admit that there's just a lot of sky puke. But, well, um, wait till you want to see sky puke. Yeah, that, well, I saw that finale. I was just, I mean, it is really just too much. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we can't bring this stuff back on the airplane. Just no, right. blow it off. <laughs> yeah, let's know. get rid of, you know, all that, all that yeah. non-flammable fuel. We don't yeah. want to take that home with us. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Is he going to throw the guitar? He smashes it. Oh, really? He's been doing that since the 70s. Yeah. But well. n- but now he does it like, you know, it's not very convincing. You can tell the thing's sawed almost in half anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can barely lift the guitar now. No, he's in good shape, that guy. He is in good no, shape. No, he is in good shape. For his age. Yeah, that's what I mean. 70s, yeah. And, you know, and... Uh, oh, yeah. I can't, I, I've never seen him smash a guitar. I'm kind of no, no, excited yeah. about this. <laughs> See the pyro? Yeah, look at all those Lampori shells. Yeah. Well, those are just flamethrowers. Those are flames. Yeah, yeah. just flames. 
Because they're way up on the roof. I don't think it's fair, though. He gets a smashing guitar. Gene Simmons can't spit blood. Oh, you can buy that guitar if you want. The actual one he smashed. Smashed up? Oh, yeah. And a bunch of pieces? They pay good money for that. There he goes. Look at that. And I didn't even see it. Well, that, you know what? That was one of the problems I had with this thing was this, the stage was so big that it was very hard to know where the camera was. The camera people had a hard time knowing what to, what to have. I mean, you got so much going on. Where yeah, do you point the you, camera? I yeah, know, yeah. Right? Look at all those flames. Yeah. There you go. That's cool right there. That's yeah, a picture. No, it's, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Look at that. But you can only do that with no crowds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, they would be, they'd be coughing, <laughs> choking. They'd be burned. Their eyebrows would be burnt off. I saw a show in Vegas, Motley Crue at the Hard Rock, and it was called An Evening in Hell. And I was in the second row. It was, they had nothing but fire. It was pretty intense. Oh, yeah. Nothing like this, obviously. Yeah. It was indoors, but it was all about the pyro. Yeah. There they are. Yeah. So, um, could you imagine, though, like, I mean, how old is Gene Simmons now? 70? Over 70. 70 Over 70 years old. So, like, uh, Gene, uh, we just got to tell you something. uh, Look at all that. Yeah, look at all that. Is that him? Yeah, that's Gene. There he is. Big guy. Yeah, let's, one last burst. Look at that. And now you get the sky puke. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm happy they did that. It's a big boost to the industry. Big boost. Yeah. Now the sky puke just goes on for about yeah. three, four minutes. It's, uh, yeah. Have you ever been to a Kiss concert? No. No, no. No. Well, we got to go. Let's go to the final one in New York. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be there. But, well, I don't know now. Governor's anxious to get open, so who knows? Well, no, well, they're not going to. They're going to play their last show in New York. They, yeah. That's the only place they would play their last show. But, I mean, is it going to be open? Well, you're going to have to wait. They'll wait. Yeah. They'll wait, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll. Well, I'll, I'll go to the last show, definitely. I wanted, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Elton John's last show in London. Elton but, John's coming to the United Center. Well, yeah, but I've seen him already here. I want to go to his last show. I want to oh, sit okay. with the Queen, you know, see Prince, Harry, and everybody, you know. They're all going to be there. I mean, if the Queen's still alive, I mean, they're all going to be. I mean, that's going to be the night of the dignitary. So that's, and I love London, so I think that's where I want to go. What do you mean if the Queen's still alive? You know something I don't know? Well, uh, Ron, I mean, she's 90 years old. I mean, she doesn't even buy green bananas, I hear. (laughs) All her dry cleaning for her gowns, all same-day service. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, and and, uh, more fireworks shows, John. Celebration of the inauguration of President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, there was an enormous fireworks show that could be seen and heard for miles throughout the city. Did you see this at all? No. You I want to see it? Yeah, I thought the Democrats were against fireworks well, because of the, you know, what uh, What do you call it? They uh, had Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's going to sing the fireworks song. Yeah. Yeah. And they had fireworks going on. No, oh, that's good, yeah. Red, white, and blue. This was a big thing. Yeah, it was great. When, but Garden when, State Fireworks designer Chris Santori, who helped Katie craft Perry the show, Again, apparently it was relative brevity. It was uh, it was a short show. He says the sheer density of explosions was much greater than one in the company's typical Fourth of July celebration. Just four minutes excess of twenty thousand pieces were set off. Yeah, that's what I like. A big thing. It's just funny because they're all against fireworks at uh, what do you call it at the um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, right? But now they wanted fireworks for this one. Hmm, interesting. Uh, the um, 
So, yeah, it, it, it was impressive, unprecedented firing setup at the Monuments base. Uh, designers didn't have to worry about accidentally blowing up, say, an errant pedestrian. They could use all 100 and f- 1,500 feet of the Monuments grounds. They set up nine firing points to create what the Santori creates, a wall of explosions. Fireworks could be seen from so far away. One colleague reports seeing them in Silver Springs wow. because of the cold weather. Apparently, early July is terrible time for fireworks in D.C. because of the swampy uh, humidity. Yeah. Um, and they also said that um, something about the noise. They said there was a, um, what, what did they say it was? Uh, inversion. Uh, inversion with the, um, with the weather. It was warmer above than below, and it made it so you can hear them even further. Yeah. So the version or an increase in temperature with height that caps the atmosphere. Well, that's what makes fireworks so much better. Right. And for Christmas. Eve. Right. So apparently there was a really good fireworks show, uh, you know, for Biden's inauguration. And it can be seen and heard for miles and miles. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, definitely fireworks in the in the news. It's it's great because we like I say, we had a really couple good boosts for the industry, you know, but now we can't get the product. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) Uh, let's do a couple of news stories. There's a lady, John. She was shopping at a store, and she bought a box of what she thought was jelly beans or something because it was in with the uh, suckers. Someone sent me something And she on that. ate a snaps. Yeah. Uh, she, she chomped on some at home thinking it was popping candy, but they exploded, leaving her in agony with chemical burns on her lips and gums. She suffered a cracked tooth and said it felt like her mouth was on fire for weeks. She was prescribed strong painkillers. And a month and and a month on the burns have. Oh, it, it, this isn't from England, so it's a little weird. The burns have healed, but she's still waiting for a dental appointment. What's well, London? They don't know. Yeah, it's no. England. OK, so where did she because, um, you know, I have my theories. <laughs> um, she's unemployed mom of one. No, I know. But I mean, so where did she get these snaps from? It sounds like a dollar store or something like that. Oh, dollar store. I think so. Yeah. I, I kind of think it. I kind of think that she put the candy in the candy bowl. And I think the kids play a little game on her. Oh, you know, put that in her candy bowl. Wait, like well, a, she can't sue the kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't think the dollar store. I don't think she picked it up at a dollar store. Oh, we, in the candy aisle. We should we should have been doing fireworks judge for this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, the the fire, you know, I think it's a, uh, you know, or maybe maybe her, you know, maybe she threw the that in the in the basket because her kids wanted it, whatever. Uh-huh. But then. You know, and then when she gets home with her groceries, she just looks at it and thinks it's all candy. You think somebody played a joke on her? Either that or she mixed it in her own candy jar. But you know how you get okay. home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Pauline gets home. She takes a bag of candy, whatever, dumps it in the jar and yeah. whatever. I mean, you're going to she's yeah. trying to shoot a dollar store. It's not going to win. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'll right. be like, how do we know that you got this in the candy aisle and not your candy jar? Right. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, uh, she said that she says that they're marketed or they're in the they're in the candy aisle right next to the lollipops is what she said. Yeah. Well, I mean, she might have a point. I'm not I don't own a dollar store, but I'm just thinking that. Do they sell snaps at a like a dollar store? Some do, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised in England. I I was surprised at that. But Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, well, you know what they always say? um, What did I say? Um, What is that? British intelligence shouldn't be in the same sentence. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, we will let you be a judge on this one. Okay. Now, what is that? What do they call it? They call it the British intelligence. And they're always like, it shouldn't be in the same sentence. Yeah. 
A man from Arkansas has been charged with arson for allegedly using fireworks to burn down an occupied house a few days after Christmas. Uh, this guy is from Arkansas. He, um, he is accused of arranging to meet his wife December 20th at the home where she was living in, the, in uh, Arkansas, a different uh, address from, from what he has. So they're living apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying not to say the name. That's why. So he and his wife argued, and she reportedly asked him to leave. And it was about 1030 in the evening. And instead of honoring that request, the man began lighting fireworks and tossing them through the bedroom window in the home. The started fire that would fully engulf the house in flames. The man allegedly sought the help of the neighbor, but fled the scene before law enforcement's arrival. The guy was arrested uh, down the street, and he allegedly admitted to starting the blaze of fireworks, though he denied doing so intentionally. So he just, you know. Do you want to shoot a Roman candle at her? Yeah, he just wanted it. He's been, uh, bail has been set at 50 grand, and if convicted of arson, uh, uh, he could face up to 30, uh, six to 30 years in prison and fine 15,000. He remains in custody, John. What what uh, what do you think? All right. First of all, um, he's not sane. He's not right. Okay. okay. So you can't yeah. really lock him up. You should really put. You know. I mean, he should be checked for whatever we call them. Uh, um, you know, insanity plea or whatever. Right. Because okay. Do that. So here's the thing. They're living apart, right? Separate addresses. Right. They're apart. Right. And they're married, but they're living apart. So obviously they're, they're strange. They're married. Strange. Yeah. They're living apart. Okay. If he burns her house down, that would mean she would have to come live with him. Okay, now, what is wrong with him? Why would he want something like that? Right. First of all. Right. So burning the house down could not really help him at all because then, you know, if if it was like a halfway decent couple, she'd be like, my house burned down, now i got to come live with you again. Right, right, Which, right. I mean, God only knows who would want that. So obviously he wasn't normal to want that anyway. Right, right, right. And right. second of all, you know, you're just going to shoot fireworks at a house. Because, threw them in the window. In the, in the window. window. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, so it's and almost like you didn't really want her living with him. He almost wanted to kill her. Like if he can't have her, nobody can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got a good so point I'm thinking, you know, give the man 30 years. I mean, look at him. He deserves 30 <laughs> years. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. He might get a haircut in prison. Well, he won't look like this in prison. I'll guarantee you that. Uh, he might get a haircut. He might get a haircut. He does look like in more he ways than one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're shooting fireworks in a window. You're trying to you could kill somebody. Yeah, it's not good. And and the flip side, even if the house burned down, she'd have to live with him, and that could be that. Would, why would he want something like that? I mean, would you ever? Do you think you would ever get that incensed and that irate where you would start throwing fireworks? You certainly have the firepower to do it. Would you start throwing fireworks in? Yeah, it depends. Like if it was a competitor of mine, sure. I like to. Uh, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> not a woman though. You would never get that upset over. No, women. no, I don't get that upset over a woman. And like saying the flip side is they may have to live with you. So yeah, no. The um, but the competitor, yeah. I, I I often that, I you, often go to bed dreaming about you know <laughs> competitors getting blown up in their bedroom yeah, windows. Are you, <laughs> are you throwing out the gauntlet to you know gener- to you know uh, Phantom or whatever? Yeah, or I'm Bruce just Olden, saying. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that you know. There's sometimes I go to bed you know knowing that you know at any given time I could shoot a firework through a window. <laughs> Uh, I got I got something new I think you might like to try, John. You ready for this? We got a new segment. You know how everybody's talking about fake news? Mm-hmm. We're going to do fake cues, fake quotes, all right? Our so, show is a fun So this is show. yeah, this is a quote. This is a quote by a famous person. This quote is, you can read it. Our show is a 4th of July fireworks show with a backbeat. All right. Now there's three people I'm going to give you a list of three people. One of them said it. We got our buddy Gene Simmons. There he is. We just saw him. Mm-hmm. 
There's a picture of him in front of Pyro yeah. with, with his band. So was it him that said this? Was it Kid Rock? There's a picture of Kid Rock with a bunch yeah. of Pyro at his mm-hmm. concert. Or Tommy Lee, Motley Crue, with a bunch of Pyro there. I'm going to so. say Tommy Lee. No, you sure about that now? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay. Our show is a 4th of July fireworks show with a backbeat. Right. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say Tommy Lee because I said it already. But, yes. I mean, maybe I'm thinking more Kid Rock. No, you're wrong. It's actually Gene, Gene Simmons, Simmons said that. Gene Simmons, our buddy. He's, yeah, because he's the biggest pyro guy. I should have known that. But, well, you know. I mean, Motley Crue and Kid Rock well, are I all know. big yeah. in pyro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to try one more of these? Yeah, Let's sure. try one more. These right. are really exciting. Oh, yeah. Here's the other one. Okay. Now, this one is said by a woman. Go ahead and read it. I love to go out. I love to go get fireworks, even though some of them are illegal. Are illegal, right? Yeah, so are illegal. Some famous person said that. Okay. I love to go get fireworks, even though some of them are, are illegal. illegal. We need some music for this or something. Yeah. We're gonna figure something out. Let's let's, let's like do, we'll just do a little music in the background. There you go. Okay. Uh, now, was so, it her? Okay, no. here it goes. Okay. Do you know her? Well, now we got the music. I love to go out. I love to go get fireworks, even though some of them are illegal. Is it? G- G- Gisley? Geisley? You don't know her. No. You know who that is? It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady's wife. Giselle Bunchen. Giselle Bunchen. Okay. Yes, Giselle. That's Giselle. That's Tom Brady's wife. They're like the biggest, most famous, sex, uh, uh, attractive couple. In the so world. is it Tom Brady and going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl? Um, no, Tom Brady plays Aaron Rodgers tomorrow. They, they, I know, but you think it could be that it'll be one of them because they oh, play that, each they're other. playing short. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. People, right. people are saying they want Tom Brady to play against Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes is the young guy and this is he's the old. He's guy. the old guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody said today I was watching a TV show that Tom Brady owns some companies, obviously because that's what they do. He uh, he got PPP money. <laughs> 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 don't quote me on that i don't know yeah. that for sure but I, somebody said that I when think, we turn into venezuela we'll all yeah. be happy yeah so mm-hmm. all right so giselle bunchen she's like uh she was a what supermodel a, yeah what's that uh, with, the, with the stores uh victoria seeker yeah, she's a yeah. victoria seeker model yeah was it her was it you know her yeah carmen electra yeah carmen electra or pamela anderson i love to go to fireworks shows i love to go i love to go get fireworks even though some of them are illegal. So, John, who said that? I, Carmen Electra, Pamela I, Anderson, or Giselle Bunchen? I don't know much about this Giselle. Carmen, I don't know. I'm going to go with Pamela Anderson. You're 0 for 2. God. It was Carmen Electra. Car- I knew. I ah. said, anything with Electra, I should have known, you know? Why? You like Electra? Well, Electra, fireworks goes together. Uh, you, you, we, what was the one you liked the last time? Velvet Underground. Underground. Velvet Underground, you like? Velvet Underground, oh, Velvet yeah. Electra. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So, it was uh, Carmen Electra. So, all right. Over two. couple little stories here. One North Dakota. John, there's a bill that's going to prohibit North Dakota businesses from turning down cash. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Those are bills? It's probably our guys from town and country. <laughs> <laughs> the bill the bill's sponsor, uh, Ben Koppelman, said his proposal aims to ensure that all residents have equal access to the state's economy. A bipartisan group of lawmakers has rallied behind a bill that would bar businesses in North Dakota from refusing cash payments, uh, would require businesses to take cash or face fines of $250 for a first offense and $500 for repeat offenses. Legislation does not apply to online-only businesses and makes an exception to allow businesses to turn down large bills. Uh-oh. Okay, I can see large bills. They don't have the bank. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I go to Insomnia Cookie, do I really need to charge $2.86 
because you don't want to trend it. And do they really want to pay that commission on all that money? What's wrong I, with I these businesses? With the West Fargo Republican notes that some North Dakotans, especially those with lower incomes and elderly, do not use credit cards or bank accounts. If more businesses in the state move toward a cashless model, Koppelman uh, said he worries that they would be left without any means to pay for necessary goods and services. An estimated 4.9% of North Dakotans include a disproportionate, disproportionate number of people of color and did not have a bank account in 2019, according to a survey. Uh, strong, this guy is strongly pro-business, but his bill doesn't cause much hardship to the retail establishments in the site. So, no. Yeah, of course. I mean, you should be able to. I mean, I hate, like, that coffee shop of mine closed because of COVID that I like going to, and they said they're hibernating for the winter and they're going to reopen in the spring if everything goes okay. But the bottom line is it's like I like going there for coffee, but I don't – I hate having to charge, you know, $2.86 every day, every day. I mean, it's just – you get your statement, and it's $2.86, $2.86, I mean, I don't need all that on my credit card statement, nor do I want right. to charge like that. I mean, it's not the money. It's just – why can't I just give you three dollars? You know, keep the change then. You know, I mean, it's fine. But I just don't agree with having to charge everything. And I really no. even though I mean, years ago, I remember it was terrible. Like you'd get in line and some lady would write out a check and it would take her forever. I mean, they've really increased the speed in which credit cards are processed instead of the old machine, you know, and all that stuff. Right. I understand. But right. the bottom line is I just don't like all these little miscellaneous charges on my credit card. Well, yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's more to keep track of. And, and then it's like, you get this bill and on top of all your $3.49, you're like, oh yeah, I did. I, I did go to Sears or I did go, oh, wow, my credit card is 400 bucks. And then, you know, it's just, I don't know. I like to just, you know, no, and, no. and I still pay cash for my gasoline. A lot of people don't. I just, I'm a cash well, payer. Yeah, the gasoline is just easier, you yeah, know, to walk, it is. especially if it's cold, like around here, yeah. it's easier. But I, I agree with you. You know, even today I went to get a haircut this morning. I just... I didn't have enough cash on me. I stopped at the bank. Even yeah. though I had a debit card on me, I could have certainly used that. But no, you know, I just like to pay cash and tip in the same way. And uh, like I say, insomnia cookie, you can't take my cash, you know. And it's just, it's getting ridiculous. And I don't even know why they'd want to pay the, um, you know, just like they want to take credit cards, they should have everyone at least take cash, yeah, you know. Absolutely. absolutely. All right, last story, John. A uh, North Dakota man was arrested. I hate Facebook. I hate social media. A North Dakota man was arrested after he allegedly threatened to kill his ex-boss and kicked in his front door. We could even do, uh, we could. Um, uh, I told Dino this would make the news. <laughs> <laughs> I told Dino, don't kick the door. <laughs> he failed to be, he failed to accept the Facebook friend request after just two days. So this guy sent the guy, his ex-boss, a Facebook request to be a friend. The guy didn't respond within two days, so this guy goes over and kicks down his door. Must be really eager for friends on Facebook. Yeah. I, I don't know. The man was charged with one count each of burglary and terrorizing both felonies. I I don't. And the guy looks normal if you look at the picture on the second page. I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, you know, you're talking about. Uh, Are you, you saying know, this guy looks normal? Uh, the guy in the yeah well yeah at the top left he's got the fish he's well, got the under armor you know well, the, yeah the, the fish i mean well i guess nobody looks good in a in a um, you know in a what do you call that photo again the um the mug shot nobody no. looks good in the mug shot yeah, uh, yeah i mean he looks a little bit normal more normal with a nice coho salmon or something in his arm and the sunglasses and the hat and definitely yeah. an ice fisherman so I, he's got you know my praise surveillance camera footage uh, the, you got to watch out for those surveillance cameras those ring cameras they get everything yeah i mean uh, this guy should have really 
What this guy should have done if he was that upset about the Facebook guy, come to my store. We'll give you some Roman candles. Shoot him, shoot him, <laughs> shoot him through his bedroom window. There you go. And then this way, you know, there's no cameras in the bedroom window. Now, see, if someone were to do that, they could actually, they could impeach me. They could blame me for this. Because <laughs> I just you. said, I just said. They can blame you. Yeah, they could so, blame me. Well, and yeah. then if I was anyone apart, I would impeach me. Yeah, they, uh, they could definitely do it. God almighty, this world. What am I going to do, Ron? I can't adapt. I'm not adaptable anymore. You are not. We're both old. That's what. I know. We're not adaptable anymore. What would Johnny do? This is our last thing. But it's not really a what would Johnny do. It's just a what, what does Johnny think? All right. I, <laughs> well, obviously, I not like the rest of the people. <laughs> you know this guy? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. You like him? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's good. I read this book. You should read it. You know, you're not one to uh, read. No. I, it's I, a good I, book. It's, it's very easy to read. There's like a lot of like, see, he's got these things in pictures. Yeah, and, I, I would read those. Oh, I could read Oh, those. you would read those. See, oh, yeah, I just read that and I didn't read those. But anyway, so, Let's see what I mean. I don't think. But like I you. think you might like this after I read this. So this, this, and this is the exact. This is like the end of the book. This is the last paragraph of the book. What are it, all those other pages for? What back here? Yeah, it's just the acknowledgments. And, oh wow! Know. So then it's really. I saw. I got to start looking at the back page for how many pages. You want here? You want to read here? Is ten goals in life? Yeah. Become a father, not you. Uh, find and keep the woman for me, not for you. Really. For, for me. For this is his goals. This is this is oh find and keep the woman for yeah, me. Yeah, this is Matthew McConaughey for me. Ten not goals from in me. life. Yeah, he wrote this in in ninety two. Oh, okay. So this is his goals: become a father. Yeah. Find and keep the woman for me. Keep my relationship with God. Chase my best self. Be an egotistical utilitarian. Utilitarian. I don't know. Take more risks. Stay close to mom and family. Win an Oscar for best actor. Look back and enjoy the view. Just keep living. Yeah. So, but here, this is the last. That's the, a good view. Good. Yeah. Goals. Well, this is the last paragraph, and I thought this this remind me of you. You've said something like this recently when we talk about this COVID thing, and actually, he mentions COVID in here. So, this is a very recent book. Very recent. Uh, so, here here we go. So, and this is like the last paragraph. I've always believed that the science of satisfaction is about learning when and how to get a handle on the challenges we face in life. When you can design your own weather, blow in the breeze. When you're stuck in the storm, pray for luck and make the best of it. We all have scars. We'll get more. So rather than struggle against time and waste it, let's dance with time and redeem it. Because we don't live longer when we try not to die. We live longer when we're too busy living. Mm-hmm. See, that, I like that right there. We live. We don't live longer when we try not to die. We live longer when we're too busy living. That I thought that was a good one. That yeah, makes, that's, that's all the way we talk about with this, all these lockdowns and stuff. You don't want to sit. I home said I, I've always. I, I'm. I'm not worried about dying. I'm more worried about living. Exactly. So, so I, I yeah. thought I, I saw that. So I was like, yeah, yeah, Johnny would like. That. Very good. But yeah, I think what I said the other day was pretty informative. I, mean, I thought of that when I was, you know. Oh, yeah. well, I said, you said about people dying. I said it seemed like, you know, years ago, people, so many people died for this country. You know, go to Pearl Harbor, you see all these right. many people died for this country. And now it seems like the, you know, the new generations or whatever, they just want the country to die for them. Right. I, and it's very possible it can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, but yeah, I, I thought of that the other day and it was just kind of came to me yeah. and I was like, yeah, it's interesting. You know, we could just tell those and as people. one gentleman to another. I just want to yeah. say, I really hope you can get Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But well, there's like the old Dennis Leary thing. Life's tough. Get a helmet. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> That's, uh, I you mean, know, if, but you know, there's different people, you know, my, my, you, you know, you, you have brothers. I have a brother. My brother's completely different than me. He's happy staying home, not at work in extra. And, and I know. told you what my brother did. What did you know? What did you, did you tell me? What did he do? I don't know if I told you why he did or not. Um, uh, 
I just find it amusing. You know, um, his one son calls me up and says, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go live in Ireland and, uh, you know, want to say goodbye. I know you're not really around that much. So I thought maybe we could get together and say goodbye. I'm like, oh, that's so nice of you to think of me. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, let's meet for dinner. So took him out for dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, you know, and his Was dad, it just you and him? Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, his, his dad's not really talking to him that much he's not talking to me at all you know uh-huh. I mean, he hasn't talked to really that much even my father or nothing so it's not jim it's the other brother. it's the other guy yeah. so anyways uh you know we go out and you know and he said you know he said you know uncle john i really don't know that much about politics or nothing like that never really followed anything so you know really doesn't doesn't bother me or one way or the other he goes but i thought it was kind of strange though that my dad called me up out of the blue even though i didn't talk to him for like eight months and he said, um, you know, hey, how's it going? Whatever. Within five minutes, he said, hey, I want you to do me a favor to his son. I want you to vote for Biden. And and I didn't care what who he wants to vote for. It didn't bother me there. I just thought it amazingly strange that you don't talk to your kid for eight months. And now you call him up to see how he's doing out of the blue. But within the five minutes of the conversation that lasted all of about seven minutes, the conversation was really to tell his son to who to vote for because, you know, they hear all this stuff on the news, I guess. Everybody's got to vote. It's important. It's important. All right, well, so yeah. I'm just saying that. this state, it don't matter. But no, yeah, but, right. but I'm just saying, but here's like, I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I just think there's a lot more things to talk about with your family yeah. than who you're going to vote for. And then to tell your kid who to vote for, like he's a, like he's a six-year-old, you know. That's yeah, a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it's very I, weird, man. Yeah, so I was like, "Wow!" Well, I go, "Well, I go." Obviously, that just explains how deranged your father really is. <laughs> I mean, does, I mean, what do you? I mean, did you actually use the word deranged? Oh yeah, of okay. course. <laughs> um, you know, I have no filter, but I just, not. I just find it funny that you know, it's like, God, man, talk to your kids, talk to your family, you know. Don't just call them up to to tell them your political views. I mean, that's what you do with a a stranger or a friend or whatever. Right. I'm just saying, like, no, yeah, that's it's kind of weird, weird to like. I would never think of telling my 21 year old son who to vote for. I don't. Yeah, I don't even think it would. I mean, you're no. so you're like he would. I guess he was that worried about the election, so he thought it was a civic duty to reach out to everyone. Maybe he called more people and his son was just on the call list. I don't know. He didn't call you. No, no, he didn't. (laughs) No, no, he didn't call me, you know, (laughs) but, um, but I mean, like I said, I don't care who you're voting for. It doesn't matter to me. I just thought it was kind of strange that a father calls his son up just to tell him, Hey, do me a favor. Like, you know, it's like it's not my brother running for office. No, <laughs> I'm just you know, yeah, that is weird. That doesn't make. Yeah, I thought it was sense. very I, weird. I would never think of telling my son. Usually, I'll ask him. So, how's your, you know, how's your grandpa handling this, and how's your mom doing with all this, and and you know, because he he's he's smart enough to know the, both sides of it, and then he goes to school in Michigan, which is very you know, yeah, Republican. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're very you know, they well, all got they all got office. guns. They all got yeah. guns, and you know, they're yeah. all you know, there's a lot of Trump. Yeah, supporters Michigan Trump support, but Detroit, you know. Oh, right, right. So right. they but lost. He's, yeah. yeah, he's. But my, I don't. I, honestly, I, don't, my, I just try. I try to make my son kind of like. I, I hope like me. I just try to get him to see both sides of it. Well, yeah, I mean, and but like I say, I just think there's certainly more things to be 
call up and say, hey, how's it going? You know, I've well, been yeah, absolutely. busy. Especially what have you been up to? You know, and then so basically the conversation was, hey, do me a favor, right. well, you know, vote. And I thought to myself, wow, that's kind of crazy. And even he's like, I thought it was kind of weird. I mean, he knows I really don't get into all this stuff and all that. Everybody's and, so know, hypersensitive with, with politics these days. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, I mean, it used to be religion. Now it's more just politics oh, on top well, of politics. Yeah, it's all the yeah. news channels and the media and yeah. all that stuff. It's you just know. crazy. Well, but... It is what it is, yeah. but, you know, as far as us pyros are concerned, you know, if we're not happy, we'll just shoot some Roman candles through windows. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got all these shipping issues. Please tell me pyro slut's coming. It's, uh, is it in? Yeah, I don't know if it'll make 4th of July. If it, oh. Well, I mean, how could it if it's taken 60 days to get a container over? You're killing me. Well, the ship's got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have T-shirts, but no, no fireworks? Get your TM on there. <laughs> Get my what? Your TM on uh, the there. Trademark. Do yeah. we have the trademark on the on the T-shirt? Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. And then you have to. Uh, and then you also have to let them know. Let who know? Let the, I said. I gave oh you yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, John. I hope next time we talk, we'll be in Cabo. Well, I hope so. I think yeah. we are going to be our and, annual uh, Super Bowl party. Yeah, we're going to look for. Uh, you know, we're going to look for a uh, good game. Are we still going to have a catered party at Saturday night if we get all the guys there? Uh, I don't know. Well. I don't know. It was only going to be, what, five, six? Well, maybe we could just have the maid cook this Yeah, I'll probably just have the maid cook. So we'll, we'll go buy food and yeah. we'll have the, the maid, maid cook. Yeah. Probably she'll get a kick yeah, out yeah, of she'll that. Get she a kick that. She'll yeah. stick around on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah. be good. I think that'll be and good. then uh, what else am I going to say? Um, yeah, so that's about it. And uh, hopefully everyone shows up in Cabo and we have a good time, which I hope we will. And, and I hope the bars are open and things are going good. You your, know? Your, favorite, your favorite Super Bowl pastime. Strip cards. That's what I was going to do. you have any strip cards here? I do, but you have a bunch at the... I know, but I need some for here. Yes. So on, if, just like four, if you got it. When, 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 yep. On my way to take you home, they're in my yes. office. I'll okay, go sounds they're good. Right Perfect. All right, Perfect. everyone, we'll talk to you a few. Please, um, podcasting at fireworksbrigade.com. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. Um, we're going to have the um, master class of Spider Nebula, and then in a week or two, we will have the master class of... Pyro Slut, we'll have that TM on there by then, and uh, we'll be good to go. And, uh, and stay safe and got to wear the mask, man. Got to wear the mask. mask. 100 days, 100 masks. <laughs> I think we're going to name this 100 masks. <laughs> there you go. I like it. All righty. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody.